is Tyson Dukes, also known as the Wrestling Machine, Canadian's godfather of professional wrestling, and you're listening to in my best JR, <clears throat> stop the damn match. I don't know if that's good enough, but it'll have to be. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy a little podcast. We're in weird times. So you're sitting inside. Take the time to enjoy this. Maybe I'm a hard all alone. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm all alone. I've got no phone. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, can't you see? It's a mystery. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Our life's a dream. It's so insane. Are you ready to start? Okay. Yeah. Do we need to count in? Okay. Yes, but not a funny, <laughs> uh, seri- a serious right. count. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Attacke. <laughs> oh, hi. Why do you laughing now? <laughs> what the fuck is attacker? Attacker is attack. <laughs> oh my god. Uh welcome to Stop the Damn Match podcast episode eleven with me Daz. And I'm Gunther from Germany. <laughs> our, our guest presenter Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gunter from now on. Gunter Klauchen Kloben. What from the offspring? The offspring and the pepper. <laughs> wow, what a start. <laughs> it's only downhill from here. <laughs> so, episode 11 is our theme this week is the Heart Dungeon Trainees, which is the Dungeon in the basement of Stu Hart's house. If you come from the dungeon, you have to succeed, and uh, it's almost like uh, a commitment you have. And uh, that eye of the tiger. You know, my dad started uh, training fellas down there. He had the gym, I think, built for himself, and then he, you know, just invite different, you know, uh, good guys who wanted to get into wrestling. He'd invite them over to practice, and um, I think it just went from there. And then the boys, when they were growing up, they saw different wrestlers training there and um, they just kind of followed in my dad's footsteps. We still would bring some of these uh, aspiring guys who wanted to get into the wrestling business and in those days it was a lot harder to get into the business uh, and the perceptible uh, rationale in those days was you had to pay your dues in the uh, dungeon or his basement. And the boys would work out with some of these young aspirants that wanted to be wrestlers and I'd kick the hell out of them together and let them know that wrestling is a tough business, which it is. If they uh, withstood all that without whining or whimpering or bitching too much, uh, you know, Stu and company would then respect them enough to uh, impart to them. You know what the business was all about. We had you guys vote for uh, a match. Our two matches were Brett versus 
Chris Benoit from the Owen Hart tribute match in WCW Nitro and Bret versus Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. And the winner was Bret Hart v. Owen Hart, Mania 10. So it's 8 3 to me in the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you did not fucking share to your German people to get the votes. So none of this. Yeah. So congratulations for this. <laughs> <laughs> As you, you I, I, I feel you truly mean this. <laughs> You said it without any any uh, anger at all. No, 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 no. It's all we're we're only joking. We're only joking. Yes, I'm the Boris Becker of this podcast. <laughs> Especially no, you are the Boris Becker on this podcast because you have the oh, red hair. Oh fuck you! I knew that was coming. You fucking piece of shit. But I, 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 I can talk like Boris <laughs> Marcel, you bad man. <laughs> so, 8-3, you need to fucking pull your finger out and claw this back. You're five behind. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I think you... Maybe it's the reason because uh, the the things that I said on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone now is like, "Fuck Marcel, he's a dick." <laughs> <laughs> of course not. We all love Marcel. Marcel Maybe. is our token <laughs> German guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, heart dungeon trainees. What? Uh, who were some notable? trainees like who are some of the the famous people that came out of the dungeon chris jericho chris benoit shane douglas i didn't even really british bulldog was a part of the dungeon even i was surprised to see people like mark henry yeah i never know this week i looked and mark henry was trained in the dungeon i was really surprised and also, Gorilla Monsoon was trained in the dungeon also. That was a big surprise for yeah. me. And uh, I mean, like, I think it's more anybody that stepped foot in Canada kind of went to the dungeon because it was the mecca of Canadian wrestling, really, wasn't it? Yeah, and Stuart Hart was the uh, chairman of Canadian Stampede Wrestling. Yep. So it was the first step. And I think a lot of the guys before they went to Stampede, I think they came through the dungeon for him to see if they were good enough for uh, his promotion, I think. That's true. And was it not? Then was also a dungeon yep, guy. Yep. Also, I didn't realize, but even Jushin von der Liger was a part of the dungeon. Yeah, I, I've read mm. this. And and maybe that's where he got some of his technical skills from, like Stu Hart stretching him out in the dungeon. This must be tough. Yeah, I've seen a documentary about the dungeon, and uh... ouch, he was not. Uh, he didn't be kind to people. Let's put it that way. He was. He he would put them through, push them to their limits, basically, wouldn't he? More, more, more. Yeah. More. But it was... 
but uh, and but uh, uh, a famous chef has said um, diamonds can only be diamonds under pressure become diamonds under pressure which yep very true so very true the most people uh, were becoming uh, some great professional wrestlers Storm Brian Pillman Benoit Jericho I think we have a lot to thank Stu Hart for for creating these stars that then became bigger stars. But if it hadn't been for him, maybe we would never have have had these these, no. these names in pro wrestling. They will be working a totally yeah. different style but, in my eyes. Yeah, was was Stu Hart in when he wrestled? I'm guessing he was yeah. a big technical wrestler. And that, yeah. I, I mean, believe that he missed hey, one uh, one time to be part of the Canadian team for the Olympic Games. Wow, that that I can definitely see because you could imagine him, imagine the holds that he put on the guys in the dungeon putting that on in the Olympics. Chef Cop was also on the Olympics. Like, for Guam. Yeah, for, yeah. That's crazy. Oh shit! Yeah, so he was. I wonder, like, I wonder if the dungeon was still around today. If people like Jeff Cobb would have suited wrestling in the dungeon. I don't believe that anyone would go to the dungeon at this time because it was too tough. Maybe. Yeah, diff- very different to what today. I mean, when like. uh, Hugh Morris get fired by from the WWE. Because uh, doing his stuff to the trainees, so uh, it's too hard. Dungeons has no chance in this time. No, no, it would it yeah, it would be wrong. shut down. But he didn't even hold back on his sons who were uh, trained in the dungeon. I think he treated them just like he would treat any Maybe other trainee, wouldn't he? You maybe you have seen the shadow, uh, the shadows of wrestling with uh, art, and uh, you can uh, hear some sounds from their childhood when uh, Stu Hart um, was wrestling with uh, Brett and Owen at the dungeon. And Brett had said yep. that he has always fearing his own dad, but it's not really good. It's not really good. No, no, imagine. No, being that uh, wow, you have no yeah. escape because you lived you lived in the house and trained. Yeah, the and they got bullied in school for because uh, uh, Stu Hart was this uh, Canadian wrestling promoter and all the stuff. So yeah, well, imagine bullying uh, one of the Hart kids. You'd, That's you'd, be, true. you'd get your ass kicked. <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd be like, "Oh, there's Owen and Bret Hart. Let's bully them." No, stay away. They'll kick your ass. <laughs> but he was known for stretching the guys out, wasn't he? And like putting them in submission holes yeah, until the they would get, like go got blue and, and all the stuff. Yeah, like I'm not like you'd have to put some serious pa- pressure on somebody to get that reaction. <laughs> you can see it on behind the ropes. Mm. Yeah, like fucking hell! Like 
No, that would make me think, no, I'm quitting wrestling. Yeah, and stay, and stay a wrestling fan and uh, doing a podcast. Yeah, that that's the best way to go. <laughs> Did you? I think like, but you could see that he had a lot of influence on these guys in that time because in the like nineties, you saw a lot of the style that he trained because all these guys obviously picked up the uh, submission training from people that yeah, sure. were in the dungeon. Like even the cruiserweight, some of the cruiserweight wrestling. Like Di Malenko and stuff, that is influenced yeah, like Di Malenko got trained by his uh, father, Boris Malenko. Yep, yep. But I, like, but, but I think that uh, the I think who comes out of the dungeon at this time, uh, the late eighties, the uh, the early nineties, that that would be perfect for this time for the wrestling product. Exactly, the the perfect uh, yes style for because uh, you have always these good matches. Yep. Did you know that uh, only one female uh-huh. has uh, graduated from the dungeon? Just Natalia. <laughs> Natalia is the o- the only female Whoa. that was a part of the dungeon. No other females come through the dungeon, which. That that shows that she must be tough if she can fucking. I always stick like that her. Kind and of, I uh, always abuse. like her uh, style. Yep, I think it's because she does that hard yeah. wrestling style. That and I believe she's part we of all the family, yeah? as young guys. Yeah. Yep. Jim okay, Nightheart's yeah. uh, daughter. I remember this. Yes. So, I, like, it's just like. The thought that he was he was he was known to hear from if you were upstairs in the house you'd hear the screaming like grown men Horrible. screaming like little girls Horrible. because he had them in submissions. <laughs> yeah, like I, uh, I, I think if that was me, I was I was going to date like his daughter, and you heard the scream. I'd be like, uh, no, the I'm same fine, reaction I'll find like in I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to date you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck this. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I didn't realize that uh, there was even people like Abdullah yeah. the Butcher came through the dungeon. And he is not which a, that not a was a big Is he fuck? He is like fucking bloodbath. He's hungry for blood all the time. Even yeah, Fritz this von was Eric. also a big surprise when I read this. Yeah, so so not only did Stu Hart have influence in Canada, obviously his influence then moved to uh, America through the guys he was training. Like, I'm guessing Devon Eriks then picked up some of things that, that Stu Hart and took that to. Uh, I believe it was always a good reputation when you have talents who come out of this uh, dungeon and get trained by the Hearts. Definitely, it gives you it, it. It adds to your like um, credentials as a wrestler that you have survived the dungeon. Like this guy is serious about yeah. pro wrestling. Like fuck, like I I think 
if someone said to me, right, here we, we're going to do some wrestling training today, we're going to the Heart Dungeon, I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry, I, uh, I, I have yeah. another another errand to do today. I, I, I can't, I can't make yeah, it. Sure, but like, but, but he's a legend in. He's made so many legendary wrestlers yeah. as well. That his his influence on the business is just crazy. Like the, it, to think that it's still kind of running today, where the uh, older Hart brothers are, are still doing training school. But I doubt it's anywhere near like what I hope it's, was like. it's not anyone near than uh, in the seventies, eighties, on nineties. Oh yeah. Do you remember when Owen Hart and Ken Shamrock had yeah. a match in the dungeon? You remember that? And there, it was just Matt and Stu Hart was in the background. Hit him, Owen. Hit him, Owen. And you're like, this place looks so... This looks yeah, it exactly looks so cool. I, so, uh, look. I don't know the word for it, but... Uh... Yeah, like, like it, it looks like something out of a... Yeah. Like Rocky. Like Rocky, yeah, it's true. Like, like you, yeah, yeah. Like and and you feel like uncomfortable, but maybe it was there. better for this. Yeah, you didn't want people thinking this was an easy, an easy training session. No, it's the same on the army. <laughs> oh fuck that! Yeah, that that's kind of yeah, that's right. Like like the army training, you were going into get pushed to your limit by fucking Stu Hart. Wow. So, on to the match we're watching today. So, Owen Hart versus his brother Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10. Uh, the build for this match was actually over six what months in the making. Oh. And it started... Oh, my God. This was, this was... I think this was prime when I started... Like, a year after I started watching pro wrestling properly and my mind was like hooked on this storyline between yeah, Owen and Brett. Such a long story, uh, such a long storyline. And but it needed to be that long, didn't it? I think if it wasn't that long, it wouldn't have got but you so gripped. In my eyes, a good build up for this both talents. Brett was also uh, the yep. the big star in WWF at this time, but um, it makes him a bigger star. And it made Owen into that, that it pushed him just where he needed yeah, to be, I true. think. But, like, it's crazy to think that the, the they started the feud back at Survivor Series. Because remember, they had the Survivor Series. Yeah, and the uh, tower gets the uh, throwing in the ring. Yep. And Owen gets pissed with Brett because he uh, pushes him into Shawn Michaels, which then Shawn Michaels eliminated him. And that was what started this feud of like hating his brother. But now, when you see um, Dark Side of the Ring, and you find out that at this time they found it so hard because they were so used to being so close, and they had to travel separate and tell each other they hated each other every night and stuff. It sheds new light onto like what we saw. But I think that the pair, obviously. They they started after Survivor Series to like make make friends again and become close, but then Owen just snapped and turned on Brett again, 
And then this led us to WrestleMania. And at WrestleMania 10, Brett actually had two matches because he had to fight the opener against Owen, which we're going to watch. And then he also challenged the winner of Luger versus Yokozuna for the WWF title in the main event. Because I, I swear, didn't wasn't that the year that they both eliminated each other from yeah, the Rumble true. and they both were winners? Yeah, I believe Luger it was this, and, um, this Rumble. Brett. Yeah, and then you had to they so that it, rather than them to fight, it was Luger versus Yoko, and then the winner versus uh, Brett. And I believe Brett uh, won the yeah. belt that night, didn't he? Yeah, he beat. He and beat it was the WrestleMania the with a uh, uh, with a <laughs> big Clinton double ganger. <laughs> oh shit! I remember this now. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> IRS was behind him. Oh, for fuck's sake! This was this was typical WWF in the mid nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Cheesy, <laughs> corny shit. <laughs> but then we also had Howard Finkel with his wig on, yeah, his toupee, because the sponsor came out and said to him, "And this is our newest client." And you see the Fink with a wig on. Why we had always. <laughs> this hair thing in our podcast <laughs> I don't know they, they, it always comes back to the hair like maybe I should get a toupee because I mean I'm going bald at the back I might maybe get a different colour than ginger so that you can't bully me that's anymore. true yeah <laughs> but you don't must be ashamed to then be maybe a I'll ginger have a it gave in the human history so much important people who are having red hairs like <laughs> Fucking bastard asshole. <laughs> you asshole. So that changed. I fell for that. Topic. <laughs> so yeah, so Marcel is a asshole and uh we are going to watch <laughs> But there's also the Sean Michaels was Razor Ramon ladder match at this uh event. But please watch it. Yep, and in my opinion, this is my favorite ever really? WrestleMania. WrestleMania 10 is yeah, is my favorite WrestleMania. I love this. I can watch this pay-per-view 1 million times. I was free I I loved this uh, pay-per-view when I was a kid because uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage was his crush false count anywhere match. Yep, and also Doink and Dink versus Bam Bam and This was fun. Luna yeah, so this whole... I think also it might not be the best wrestling match, but it remember it, the memories of... I remember watching this with my nan and takes me back to when I'm a child. I, I could watch it over. And Brett versus Owen is my favorite match of all time. So I'm very happy that I get to watch this match with you. Thank you. I'm not kissing your ass because you're a dick. So on WWE Network, where, what time uh, shall our listeners go to on the WrestleMania? Ten minutes 10? and eleven seconds, please. Sweet. So when you hear the ring bell, uh, press play. Bret Hart and Owen. 
Owen Hart, brothers divided. Let's go back to last year's Survivor Series. Keep your eye on the rocket as he hits his brother, the hitman, into the steel garter. And then, check this out. One, two, three. The rocket gets pinned by Shawn Michaels, the only Hart brother eliminated, and he's none too happy about it. Check this out. A verbal and physical assault against his brother. How did he feel about it? Well, just two weeks later, our own Vince McMahon caught up with the rocket, Owen Hart. Brett, there's only one way to solve this thing with me being the shadow of you, the hitman. That's right. Why don't you go out and step up to the plate? You and me, face to face, one on one. I'm challenging you, Brett, my brother, to a fight one on one. I'd like to uh, live up to those words of saying I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, and I take on anybody, but under no circumstances would I ever absolutely positively not ever step in the ring with my own brother under any circumstances. You know, I, I'll be the first one to admit there was a lot of friction between Owen and I. I know that and I'm not going to deny that. But the fact is, I knew this was tearing up the family and I knew that Owen and I had to sit down and we had to resolve this thing and that's exactly what we've done. You know, maybe I'm never going to find out who was a better wrestler. Actually, I feel a lot better about it. I didn't want to fight my brother Owen. I knew we could channel our energy in a better direction and that direction is against the Quebec and we are going to win the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team titles as a unit. United we stand, divided we fall. Right, Owen? Bret Hart may not have known how true those words would be. Here the brothers are united, the tag title on the line at the Royal Rumble. But watch this, Owen reaching for the tag. However, the hitman can't get to him. His knee severely injured during this match with the Quebecers, unable to make the tag. Now watch this. Bam! Owen kicks Brett when he's down. This is one of the most shocking things I've ever seen in the World Wrestling Federation. How does The Rocket feel about his actions now? Let's go back to comments made last week. I don't know what law it is that says just because you're older than me that that makes you better than me. It doesn't make you better than me, Brett. And you've held me down all my life. And I'm coming at you, Brett, at WrestleMania 10. And I'm going to beat you, brother. Okay, WrestleMania. And <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Who, who is this imposter? This isn't the fucking thing. Who's this He's fucker? Wallet, man. Who's this? a fucking dickhead. He's not the thing. Nice. Owen Hart. I love, used to love Owen Hart's theme tune. And I enjoyed it. I just look how slow. How slow he yes. goes in the ring. It was so cool. So a little bit of arrogant, but uh, that uh, he shows the world that he definitely knows what he does now the next in the ring that's it yeah and 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 the fact he's wearing a pair of brett shades like as in like yeah fuck you brett this is crazy to think that this is opening the show yeah that's true like with a great match it would like be this. great as a, a main event to end the story and he destroyed yep. oh, the glasses, yes. He's now smashing. <laughs> Remember as a kid when you'd always think, I wish I was that, that, that boy. I believe I would cry when I was a child and I see him this. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I loved Owen. I didn't like Brett because my 
Nan and my mum loved Bret Hart, so I was like, boo Bret Hart. I believe he was the first really him. wrestling star in Germany for the, main, for the mainstream people. He was at this time in every Bret- sport magazine. Oh, yeah. And I believe cool that his up. look was uh, his selling point for the people uh, who weren't very uh, into wrestling in Germany. Yeah, because... I, and I'm sure to women... He Some was, women like, at this time in guy. Germany has tattooed uh, a Bret Hitman hard face in their uh, arm. Really? <laughs> wow, not even I'm that dedicated. Uh, I say I, I have Joshin van der Leiger on my arm. I can't... A bit different to Bret Hart. <laughs> but not because I think Joshin van der Leiger is a beautiful man. <laughs> no, he was, he was, he was the, <laughs> he was the selling point. He was in every magazine in Germany, oh, and yeah. uh, he won some uh, awards and all this stuff. Look at the young boy. He looks. He does not look happy. He looks a little bit tranquil. He, just made, he just made his face like he'd be sick. <laughs> He looked, yeah, yeah, his mum and dad are like had to drug him <laughs> to make him come to the show. What a little bastard that I would have fucking gone. I'd loved it to get those glasses. It, it was true. Is it true that for ages Brett didn't want to fight? Mm, I don't know, but it, 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 it could be true because it, it's, I think he's it's, it's listening to uh, it hurts like a Brett, Brett the Hitman Hart thing, yeah. The pink and black, just so iconic yeah. as well, isn't it? The colours. You just know Bret Hart as soon as you think of pink and black. Yes, that's media true. Bret Hart. <laughs> Owen celebrating he's, like he's, he's won the, the match. He's the born entertainer. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can be funny, but also be a really, really like that's dickhead true. heel. Like this, what we're seeing now, is typical of like heart. Dungeon, and you are only maybe one minute in this match, but you've seen the athletic from Owen, and you know that you're yep. gonna yep. see now one of the best matches that ever worked in uh, WWF at this time. Definitely, and the moves they're doing so far are uh, just so much impact. Yeah, class- yeah, like trying to get that upper hand. wrestling moves. No, no, like Canadian destroyers. No, fucking. I think that's that's a huge problem because uh, I I say that in uh, this episode, um, the Canadian destroyer was such a special move when you see it the first time, but uh, now everyone do is does this uh, move. Yep, yep. It's like a clothesline yes. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> Brett, like, he, he didn't just throw him out. He fucking threw him like he was thrown but out the trash. The great trash. thing on this match is they're selling uh, the story. The feud. Oh, the, uh, yeah. This, uh, this, this is like fight for the little brother who uh, want to step out of the shadows from the big brother. And uh, you see in the, yep. um, the thing that uh, this too hard thing, you know, this classic wrestling matches, the huge impact yep. and this... Um, Classic wrestling things, and done and done by two of probably his best students, his two two sons, most successful sons. 
it's like you say, you, you, it definitely people can relate because it's like the younger brother always wanting to be better yeah, than the true. big brother, isn't it? So many people could uh, have uh, identified with this feud. I, I think many children. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's like wanting to become the big star. Oh wow! And look they're at bringing each other so there. over. Yeah. <laughs> They just, they just make, and they make it yeah, look so easy, don't they? That's the big thing in wrestling. What I love when it, when it looks so easy. Yeah, like they are, they, they just do this as if it comes so natural to them. Oh, schoolboy, nice. I'm just so yeah. classic wrestling, isn't it? This is just, this is the type of wrestling I love. That's the kind of wrestling that I want to come back. Because uh... definitely, maybe we can uh, we can get that time machine again and go back. That's time. exactly <laughs> what I what I uh, doing when I when I invented a time machine. I don't I, I you know <laughs> I what wrestling fans do to invent a time machine. We don't uh, killing some dictators or something. No, we are going back and <laughs> and watching old wrestling <laughs> matches. <laughs> yeah, you have managed to have time travel. What are you doing with time travel? We're going to go back to WrestleMania 10 and watch. But Brett you have Leo. only one, but you can only do it one only time. Sure. Yes, WrestleMania, oh, WrestleMania 10. This would please. be my match. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Like, Owen has hit the floor, but he's selling it as if it's the hardest move he's ever taken. And it's so good. That make it so special in my eyes. Yeah. And Brett is like, you're not fucking running away. You wanted this match. That's this big brother and spoiled brother thing. Definitely. And they're, they're doing this by how Owen is on the floor looking up at Brett. It, it, it just lets you know, yeah, that's the big brother. Def- you know who the Can big brother is. Can you imagine how special this was for me as a child? Oh yeah, just like you, eyes glued That's to the true. TV. Like you, you didn't want to go for pee. You didn't want to go get some food. You're like, no, no, I need to see this. This is special. This, I, I, oh, I, that that we could see I love this, this. Move any uh, anymore. No, I couldn't tell you when I last seen this. This was before, also before the king became a big pervert as well, because he's not being That's as creepy true. on commentary. No, we are creepy at the commentary. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> okay, like I love oh. how just, they just know what they all. Oh, yes, spinning wheel kit. I love that move. And Owen pretending to be Brett. This is the big thing. Like, yeah, this is for all the little brothers who their big brothers were assholes. That's the family them. feuds that I want Stamping to see on, on pro wrestling. That's the family stories that I want to see on yeah. pro wrestling. Not Kurt Angle is uh, the father of uh, what's what's the name of him? Yeah. Oh, Jason Jordan. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. 
like Brett selling the ring post, that is just amazing wrestling. <laughs> like, and Owen's like, I'm the fucking better brother, and you fuck you, brother. He's probably not saying that, <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and it reminds you what a good commentator was Winter at this time. <clears throat> he added so much to the match. Like he 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 painted the he helped paint the picture. That's true. Oh, here we go, backbreaker! But you have the simple moves, and I think uh, you could showing this kind of wrestling nowadays. Yeah, to say, look, this is how you can do a brilliant match without doing all these big moves yeah. one after the other. They're telling stories with their bodies. And it would be cool when it comes back to Which, this, uh, to this uh, kind of pro wrestling. Yeah, this is what wrestling should be. It should be telling a story, like you said, with your body. Like a backbreaker, belly to belly. Suplexes. Oh, lovely. Oh, I love that. He made that belly to belly suplex look so smooth, didn't he? Like, just like, oh, just... No, like no effort just glide straight in bang and then on to the next move oh beautiful the Brett rolled through for the two count you know who I what I liked about Brett Hart was when he got thrown into the turnbuckles he made it look like someone had like hit him yes. with a sledgehammer also, I think like he would hit with his also, chest good, uh, good salesman but uh comes uh, wrestling moves. Oh, definitely. We have a guest who's joined us. My wife has joined for this match. Just a quick, Leanne, what do you think of Brett versus Owen? Best match of all time. Are you only saying this because I I think this? Happy life. Happy life, she says. Come to the dark side, (laughs) join Marcel. (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck you maybe maybe this match is really look at not like big brothers it's me as owen oh my that is a beautiful suplex isn't it it makes it so credible everything that happened in the the ring yeah and like there, he sees Brett lay on his, instead of turning him over and dragging him to a different, he just drops and a leg everything drop on the back has, of his head. has such a big impact. Everything. Yeah, from a small punch to, to a big suplex. And to a small package. Oh, package. Oh. Look at, like, this is, to me, this is wrestling heaven. Yeah, that's true. Like, I. Oh, I, I could watch this match. If they said to me, you can only watch one match ever again, this would be mm, But it's not for me. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, oh. What? Oh, jumping pile. But uh, it's, not in, it's not for me a match that I showed uh, someone who isn't a pro wrestling fan. That's true. That's true. It's very much a pro wrestling fans match. Whoa, ho, ho. Owen looks like he's just landed on fucking concrete. Yeah, full off the face. 
Yeah, like, like Germany fuck. auf die Fresse. Like... Auf die Fresse, yes. I love that chant. One of my favorite chants from uh, WXW. Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. What is a reverse atomic drop? Beautiful clothesline from the Hitman. Like Brett looks like he has put all his energy into yeah. the match, doesn't he? Like he's looked so tired. Yeah, that he must really fight to I become uh, to become over Owen. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He needed. He ne he he didn't want to and take him point, lightly because he point, knew he had uh, a big match later. That's the point. Uh, he brings o Owen over at the in this match. Yeah. Yeah. This made Owen Hart kind of thing. Also, this luck uh, nice. that we see, and uh, that's a move. He, I wish I I could see them uh, more than a Canadian destroyer. Yeah, yeah. Or one I million super move. kicks in one match. Was... Yeah, put, try and try and use a, a big group of moves. Oh, I think Owen Hart has the best Enziguri in the business. And then X Park. Yeah, yeah, X. Oh, oh, he was going for the sharpshooter. Imagine you're going to a wrestling Only show and you see in this match at for the first, uh, for the first uh, match of the event. Wow, you'd be, your mind would be blown. Oh, yeah, you you would be like, how can this evening get any better? Nice. That shows that he has different styles. He can do the technical, but then over in the my top, eyes, Brett Edmund Hart is really the best there is. The best there was, the best there ever will be. Yep, he deserved what he said, wasn't it? That's. I think he backed up what he's he said. maybe a bit of man nowadays, but um, his legacy is in my eyes so big. Yep, yep. He is in my in my mind. I think one. He's untouchable. Yeah, in, in the, the ring, in the ring, in the wrestling business. But I understand. But yep, I understand definitely. his bitterness. I I understand it. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. He Brett injures his knee on the outside, and Owen goes straight for the knee. Like doesn't punch him in the face. Straight to yeah, his and knee. Work the knee. Work the injury. Injury. Yeah. Which tells another story. Oh fuck! Whoa! You see the guy with the camera with the F on yeah. his chest. Uh, I met him at WrestleCon last year. Really? Who is this? Uh, he is at every WrestleMania. You see him front row. Really? At, in the 90s, yeah. And I saw him and I was like, can I get my photo? And he was like, yeah, this is weird. And I was like, I remember you from my childhood. I see you at every show. Good and then I have a picture with him. Yeah, and he was like, oh, wow, that's that means a lot. And then my wife was like, you're so weird. <laughs> I was like, I know, I'm a wrestling What a great submission, poet. <laughs> yeah, look at the pressure he's putting on him. And the crowd all oh, let's go Brett. 
I can just in my mind I can hear my 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 nan shouting, <laughs> "Let's go, Brett!" in the house, and me going, "Let's go, Owen." Rest in peace. Oh, what's next? Straight on the knee again. This is this this is just so. Oh, it's so good. It's like I love that they pay attention to to remind you. The like, injuries the is what the first match injured. that we saw the Sting and Ric Flair match. The same yeah. was it? The knee again, yeah. But and this will show like because in the first match of the night, obviously the knee is getting injured, and then to think he has to go and face Luger or Yokozuna later on. That's true. But, yeah. The figure four. So it was a more surprise for me when I saw this event the first time that Bret Hart Hart uh, really uh, won the match at uh, versus Yukosuna. Yep, because of this match was so hard on him. You never see this anymore either. Like people getting pinned from a submission move because they can't sit up any longer because they're in so much pain. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember uh, that anyone get ever uh, pinned till till the three count on a figure for leg lock. No, Who was no. the last one? I can't think. It was a long time ago. Maybe in WCW. No, it was on Nitro. Jeff Hart, Jeff Jarrett did it to somebody. Really? Yep, to something Egan. I think the guy's name was. I don't know. Was it the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett, or the uh, cowboy? The cowboy. Oh, this, that's a long time. Yeah, 1996. Another Enziguri from the Hitman. That you never see this move from the Brit, the Hitman. Movie. But that makes the bet, uh, the match better in my eyes. That he yeah, trying like, new stuff, and with... that he must try uh, to make new stuff to uh, get over his opponent. Yep, that's it. There's, a, I can't beat you with my usual offense. Yeah, no, so I'll, use new no I'll beat you with your own weapons. Yep, that's it. Oh, classic heart family, like the way they take the chest in. Yes. But again, Brett drops the leg drop and grabs his knee, remembering the injury. Yeah. Like, just smart wrestling. He worked the... He worked the audience in my eyes. Yeah. On and this whip and was amazing so, with so much impact. And that impact just makes you think that he could win a match with a bulldog. That's true. Like you believe that any move could end the match. That's true. Oh, Bulldog was also so so typical Brett Edman hard move. Yeah, just the, the the smooth pile driver, but every time going to the knee, like so, like a genius in the ring. This guy, yeah, they working a little intellectual way. Yeah. Oh, he's going. But I didn't see oh, till now the this uh, typical Bretton and Hart suplex. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, oh shit. Boom. But in nineteen ninety four, when this was, this was that was like 
one of the biggest dangerous moves, wasn't it? Yeah. A suplex off the top. Non, it not was like a typical, uh, happens it was a special attraction in my eyes. Yeah, every, you, you saw it only at the big yeah, show. Yeah, and everyone who uh, visit a live wrestling event knows uh, what an impact this has. Yeah. I look at Owen as like coughing as if he's been, if he's like been hit by a truck. Yeah, he's done. But Brett's still limping like with the knee. That's so important Bang. for this match. Yeah, just so oh, genius. Oh, sleeper. Also, oh, that is a heel move. <laughs> Like fucking Ric Flair, <laughs> the donkey kick to the nuts. But it worked in my eyes. Yeah. Back to the sharpshooter. This is the ultimate, I think, rubbing it in Brett's face. Like, I'm going to beat you with your move that you're famous for. That makes him, uh, that makes him t- uh, to a heel in this match. Yeah, definite. This is like... I need to beat you. I'm going to beat you with your fucking move, Brett. It's like kill a knight with his own sword. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I agree. That is a good, that's a good way of uh, describing. Of a, Owen's too close to the ropes there. They both look fucked. Like, they look so tired. And this is match number one on the card. This is just fucking insane. Yeah. But could you imagine? Oh, here we go. Bang. Oh. Could you imagine being set match number two and being like, oh, fuck, I need to follow this. What is he doing here? Oh, oh I don't oh, know. Oh, it's maybe to be in a, on the last oh. world, uh, football world championship to be in a, to watching as a, a part of the edge. Argentina yeah. uh, team or the Netherlands team, the German team versus uh, Brazil. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck! He and he only won with basically Brett couldn't hold him up anymore because of his knee, and Owen fell and just kept him down. He did not need the big move to no. beat him. And then he goes for the handshake and goes, no. (laughs) Such a dickhead. Yeah, Brett's still, like, holding the knee, like, even after the match is finished. Yeah, to build the main event up. Yeah, definitely. And uh, this, this, like you said earlier, was this made and built Owen Hart up. In my my It gives him uh, the last... The last uh, thing to uh, to be a character, to be a, to be a person, and not Definitely. only the um, the sporting competitor or the uh, blue blazer back in the first days. Yep, and he's not. Um, he's now not just Bret Hart's brother. He's no, he now has his own, own identified point, and uh, yep. that's so important after this match. And. Yeah, and, and it's a good way to end the story of being like, for once, the younger brother beats the older brother, but he didn't have to... Well, he did the low blow, but he didn't cheat to get the actual pinfall. That's that's true. Yeah. 
So what would you give the match out of five? 4.5. I am going with, surprise, surprise, five out of five. So that gives that a total of 9.5 from 10. Yeah, it's a match that everyone uh, should watch it. Yeah, if you're, if you're a new pro wrestling fan, go back and watch this match. Uh, no, maybe that's too much for a new pro wrestling fan. You think? Um, I wouldn't show it uh, someone who isn't in uh, pro wrestling. Because just someone maybe who... it's uh, more uh, for a person who uh, has watched uh, a little bit more at yeah at someone some, who's sometimes uh, much worse matches or not so good matches. Yeah, maybe if they've only watched the last like three years or something, maybe one year. But uh, yeah. yeah, I thought that was with that that nine point five as. Uh, the same rating as we gave Undertaker, CM Punk, and Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. There's only one match that's beaten it, and that is Ray versus Eddie. So that that's a good yeah. score. That's like joint second But it's really score. hard to uh, that we have another match like uh, Ray and Eddie. Yeah, I think it, it, if we do, it will have to be a it really, the really last special match. That the Luchadors are so important for the company at this time. Definitely, definitely. But I think that is the that for me is one of the reasons why I why I became I was already a wrestling fan, but I think this match made me want to be a wrestling fan for life. The same. I think the same. Yeah, this match, and uh, you can yeah. see that you uh, that uh, you can work a wrestling match without uh, some um, special uh, a special high risk moves. Yeah, like you don't need a steel cage. You don't need to jump from twenty feet in the air. You just put on a wrestling clinic, basically, like the best wrestling that you can think of traditional wrestling yeah and it shows how uh good the training the training in the dungeon was yeah so that is like you said it's living proof that the dungeon was one of the best places to train yeah so well it's come to that time of the week Marcel where I pick your brains and question the genius okay this week's question is based on the heart dungeon I want to know how many heart children were there. Heart children. How many children did Stu and Helen Hart have? I don't know. Very uh, much. They had much children. Take a guess. Six. Well, uh, no, no, no. Double that. They... I thought how many children was worked in the uh, dungeon and trained. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. understand okay, okay. it. I know that uh, he had twelve children. Okay, let let's see. I will. I'm going to check how many children were in the school then. Okay. Yeah. So there is heart, 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 heart. One, two, three, four, five. Eight of his children were in the school. Were in the dungeon. Oh. We have Dean Hart, 
Smith Hart, Ross Hart, Wayne Hart, Brett Hart, Keith Hart, Bruce Hart, and Owen Hart. Eight boys, and all of them were in the dungeon. Unbelievable. Crazy. Trittle so, is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like the, it, if, like we said, it must have been. It, well, it was cold in Canada. <laughs> they need we say the TV, the the TV was was uh, wasn't work. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the TV ran out of power. So, what better thing to do than uh, have babies? <laughs> to make babies. So, yeah. So I will let you in now on next week's theme. Okay. You will enjoy it because it hasn't element of WCW <laughs> next week's theme is woo, the nature boy Ric Flair that's awesome yeah so we will both pick a Ric Flair match of, uh, and we'll put them to vote to see what which Ric Flair match we watch next week it's gonna be interesting I, yeah yeah, I think you will choose the best match because you know more about WCW than me. I don't know if I uh, use the best match or the first match uh, that will be uh, that I saw him in a main event. Oh, nice! The nice. best match. Cool. So that that will be interesting to see which matches are up for the vote next week. And yeah, Ric Flair. Woo! Episode twelve. We will get a woo out of Marcel next week. I promise. Oh, <laughs> this is my mission: is to get at least three woos during the whole episode from Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep count. I will keep count. Uh, so, on to a bit we do on the show where we pick our two songs and. I feel that because I won this week, I would feel bad for you. So I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I take um, from Ed Guy, a German power metal band, Lavatory Love Machine. It's a funny song. Nice. I don't know uh, if the band's still alive, but it uh, was one of the better bands that I am um, listening when I was uh, 16, 17 years old. Cool. So it's a bit bit of a comedy song. Yeah. Cool. I like comedy songs. Uh, my first song is called Bad Listener by Beartooth. And they are a band that kind of connect a lot with me because the lead singer has a lot of mental health issues and he struggled for a long time where he could not face the crowd when he played a concert because he got too much anxiety and oh, that's great. stuff so now but now he's managed to get to a stage where he can face the crowd and put on a good gig and that i love the band are just the lyrics are all very emotional and yeah just great good 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 band and what is your pick number two my fine german friend it's so different to the other songs that i picked it's a uh... Depeche Mode was stripped. That is very weird coincidence because when I was cooking my uh, on my Spotify, 
yeah. which is a very weird coincidence that you chose this and it came on my phone earlier on Spotify when we were making dinner. Yeah, I love this song. I love the the atmosphere of this whole album. Yeah, good, very good choice. And like you said, very different to what we're used to choosing. Yeah. My next song is also very different to what we we usually choose. I picked a song called Lap Dance by N.E.R.D. Yeah, Nerd from uh, Pharaoh Williams. Yeah, very different to what I usually listen to. But it just reminds me of when I dipped my toe into different music when I was a young young man and thought let's try this album and it was a good choice yeah yeah so next week is rick flair and be sure to listen to our list podcast on friday which myself and marcel both really enjoyed when we did the podcast with mick and with a special topic and uh you know, that's the reason why I love this podcast, because uh, it's so different to many other podcasts. Like maybe it's a, it's a crunchy thing, or uh, but uh, it's not a podcast. It's, it's a topic that uh, you don't listen to other podcasts. Like uh, we're talking about action figures or the love of death matches. And, uh, and yeah, now the love of finishing moves yeah so it, uh, uh, and also we'll have more of this kind of stuff coming up because we both really enjoyed it that much that we will carry on carry on doing more of this so if you have any ideas that you'd like to come on the podcast for example give or us a message you, uh, or if you're in, in fan art or something else or yes fantasy wrestling or creating video games or all this stuff feel free to connect us to write yeah. us and uh, that's the things that we want to have as our topics when we have guests 100% everybody is welcome on our podcast that's true so be sure and follow us on twitter at stdmpod like and subscribe on apple podcasts and spotify uh, try and get us we've actually moved up we're at 3.5 out of 5 on apple podcasts now we're not three out of five so someone else voted for us and uh it's so i will say goodbye from me daz and au revoir from marcel <laughs> i thought you were gunter i didn't think i didn't think i was podcasting with marcel this week it's not gunter it's gunter gunter there's two dots over the u then it's not a u then it's a u gunter yeah then Gunther was our guest on this week's podcast. <laughs> so, all right, bye. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you very much. I'm standing with Owen Hart, the Rocket, who obviously surprised a lot of people tonight. Owen, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm up on cloud nine. Red Hart, brother, I beat you. I said it all along. Now I am the best there is, the best there was, and I am going to be the best there ever will be, brother. I beat you tonight, Madison Square Garden. I said it all along, Brett. And now, now maybe I'll start getting the recognition I deserve because I'm a better man than you, Hitman, and I'm going to beat you. Here at WrestleMania, I beat you, and this is a great moment for me, Brett.
Oh, and let me ask you for just a second. Do you think Brett's going to be able to compete? Obviously, a championship match on the line. Will he be able to compete? Well, after the beating I just gave him, and I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a great fighter, and I don't want to take anything away from him. But after the beating he just received from me, I don't think he's got a hope in hell in coming out there and trying to win any world title match. There you go. The Rocket, Owen Hart, ladies and gentlemen, and what a start to WrestleMania 10.